Beard Dynasty. It is your commissioner. He's back. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's happy. Someone that actually knows how to use technology and make the drops work is here to help you out and guide this podcast to be better than what it's been the last two weeks. So I apologize. I miss Brad. (laughs) Just because we need you doesn't mean we like you. (laughs) All right. It is getting crazier every week as... The uh, leaders are obviously being made and people are still struggling to climb up into the playoffs. It is getting, I don't know, I think it's getting kind of cutthroat out there. What do you guys think? I mean, maybe amongst the peasants that aren't in tie for first, you know. Damn. Damn. I don't know if I heard that from way up on that high horse. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a nice feeling, isn't it? (laughs) It is. I used to be up there. (laughs) I'm down here with the horse shit of the rest of the league. Uh, But yet you're only a game out, Thumbs. Crazy, right? Yep. A lot of people still had action to it. I think the only person that doesn't is um, probably is uh, Zach. And I mean, he, he I think he's doing it right. He's like, you know what? I only paid twenty. I only paid a half in buy-in because we had the expansion league and everything like that. And he actually, I don't know. He's like, I'm gonna go full in. I think he has a lot of a lot of uh, action for the future and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's done a good job in terms of like getting better assets. So. Okay, so let's get right into sure. the main substance. Is there any news really that you guys want to talk about? The, uh, I have uh, only one that's on my radar that I'm really like surprised about, and I'm just dumb and illiterate. Antonio I was just gonna, Brown? yeah, Antonio Brown. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Antonio Brown. I did not know that a free agent could, who cannot play a game because they're not on a team, can be serving a sentence of not playing games. Yeah, but I did read that he's still under investigation for sexual assault, so that suspension could be extended if he were to sign with, say, Seattle. Yeah, that's the big news right there. Which Is there one? anything else? Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I mean, just injuries. Miles Sanders is supposed to be out a week or two. Mark Ingram's hurt, but he sucks anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, who's not hurt on the Eagles? So. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about it. Okay, and you know what I'm surprised about with our league is that our league, no matter what, how many people we have on the bench and everything like that, we do about, like, on the wave of our week, like, 12, 13, 10 transactions. Like, well, I oh, mean, <laughs> it's crazy. most of them are Astro. The dude's down to, like, eight bucks. <laughs> that's true. I, I mean, long. He, he's, he's... Oh, I'm sorry, six. He's down to six now. <laughs> Yeah. Is there any like no so uh pickups well, you guys want to talk about? I don't know about? if I'd laugh if I was either one of you guys, twenty two and twenty six. So. Hey man, I'm just yeah, I'm just true. waiting until the playoffs gets there. But it's more than six bucks, so I can't laugh. <laughs> I mean it's like four it's times as much. Kick the can as hundred and eleven, so <laughs> does he realize there's waivers every week? I don't think he does. I mean I think it was like that one time. Yeah, and then he got penalized for five. So actually, five bucks, five of his fab has gone towards penalty fees. So you know. <laughs> okay, so um, in reflection of last week, anything noticeable kick up? How is a uh, Zerline for you? Is you got his jersey yet, Thumps? Oh my God! Never has a butthole been tighter. <laughs> my goodness. When, How uh, bad are the Cowboys? <laughs> oh, damn it! I immediately dropped him when that game was over. I was like, "Yeah, no thanks. I'm not. I'm not riding the Andy Dalton train. I'm good." But yeah, when he missed that kick, I was just like, "Fuck!" And then I realized that oh, was like 58 yards, so it's only like negative one. Thank God for that. 
Yeah, and uh, thank God that What in Tarnation didn't play Kenyon Drake. <laughs> yes, uh, nice segue into my uh, <laughs> kicking the kicking the nuts of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I thought he was. I wasn't even paying attention. I was just like, "Fuck, I'm gonna lose again." I'm just, I got no action. Especially when Clyde was going ape shit, I was like, "Come on, really? Eight yards of fucking carry? Bills can't stop a fucking nosebleed? Like this is ridiculous." So I was like, "I'm definitely gonna lose." Because he's going against Dallas. Didn't realize until probably about the third quarter um, when I got home from work. I looked and I went, oh, shit, he didn't even fucking start him. And he hadn't really done much, but he'd done enough. <laughs> and then that last yeah. run that swung. Oh, my God. How many leagues did that swing? Right. Honestly, on that <laughs> garbage ass. Should have took a knee. Stayed in bounds. Bleed the clock. No, nah, Dallas quit. I'm just going to run this bitch for 69 yards. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like this week, it would, um, other than yours, which I think was like a tickling slap fest, I don't think there's any of them that was came close to it. Um, I did think that uh, when Kelsey got the two touchdowns, there was some inkling that it was going to come back to uh, like uh, Tyler's going to catch me, but I wasn't like I wasn't like scared. I was like, ooh, we'll see what happens. But I wasn't like, I don't know, I wasn't panicking or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I think that the players, I I don't know, man. All of Dallas is messed up. I definitely think that it's the offensive line is like the main issue that's fucking up that team. Well, and, they have four starters out, so. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. <laughs> and then, uh, Joe, are you a Zeke owner? I am. He's my kick in the balls this week <laughs> because he fucking can't fumble, but I still smash Brad. So, because luckily my quarterback was playing that Dallas defense. <laughs> So. Fun fact, uh, Brad was a low-scoring team when he's like, I'm, an, I'm invincible. And right now, as we were talking about the podcast, his main wide receiver did not practice today. Maybe a Veterans Day, but it's still a concern. Is that Hopkins? Oh, Hopkins? Yep. Against Seattle upcoming? Yikes. Nah, I think, mm-hmm. Doesn't he get every Wednesday off, though? Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably a Veterans Day off. I'd worry more if he doesn't practice tomorrow or Friday. But how many points did uh, Hopkins get, who was kind of like my kick of the balls this week? I was surprised. He only had like eight points. Well, yeah, and and most of them came on that 60-yard reception. So is he hurt? Is he out there as only as a distraction? Uh, I don't don't think so. I mean, it's questionable, but don't they do that every single week with him? I mean, Kyler only completed nine passes on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, he had a horrible accuracy, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was at 36%, I think. But, I mean, still got me almost 30 fantasy points. So, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be angry. <laughs> so, I, I want to switch notes. Let's go to uh, let's go to Matt Ryan and the Julio Jones double dip. Who liked that? That was a double, double dip. Huh? Huh? Everyone happy? I'm happy. Reanimated zombie Matt Ryan. <laughs> I benched him in one of my other leagues because I thought he was washed. And then... Fucking, that was my kick in the balls in that league. But, you know, yeah, he, he balled out. They're like, yeah, Dan Quinn's gone. Let's just go nutty on the Vikings. It's mm-hmm. crazy what happens when a team gets fired. And I feel like there were some new concepts out there. Um, I just, Dan Quinn didn't want to adapt. Dan Quinn didn't want to change. And I definitely hope that uh, the rumors are not true and that Matt Ryan stays there and Julio Jones stays there. But there are rumors that they will be traded. Um, well, and that's not, and- I'm not good. Former Falcon, f- former Falcon Roddy White telling Trevor Lawrence not, not to go out in the draft if the Jets get in the one pick. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that Trevor Lawrence is smart enough to know that 
before yeah, Roddy White. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he pulled the old Matt Liner. Like, you know, I think I'm going to stay for my senior year. Yeah. You just pull Eli and demand a trade. I'm not going to play for New York. Oh, it's getting to that point. I mean, now that Bell's gone and Adams is gone, who are their best players? That's a great question. Maybe Quinn and Williams, who they're trying to trade now? I thought they just did trade him, no? I thought he went no. to uh, Tampa. I thought I heard that. Oh, really? Oh, I damn. thought I heard that. I didn't see an alert or anything, but I thought that I heard that. Yeah, I, I couldn't even know. Maybe uh, – Jamison Crowder, like yeah. <laughs> the guy who's been on like eight different teams, like him, Rashad Perryman, the old retread. I mean, there's no talent. Even if, even if they do somehow get Tre- Trevor Lawrence over there and convince him to come over, coming over to what? Right. Oh, I just feel bad. And look what they did to Darnold. Yeah, I mean, and I actually believe Darnold could be a good quarterback. Yeah, so in another honestly, team. Yeah, honestly, you give him a, a line and some some weapons. And look at all the players that flourish after they leave the hold of that butthole, Adam Gase. <laughs> the list is longer than it is short. That's what it yeah, is. that's why I'm damn scared to face Le'Veon Bell on Sunday. <laughs> oh, is Zach actually starting him? No, uh, he's on Astros team now. They just oh, did that trade. That's right. Damn. So I want to ask you guys, out of Rob's team, Astros team, Tyler's team, Bump's team, and Wooten Tarnation, who do you think is the most rising star. And I thumps, you cannot pat your own back. Your team only scored 90 points. So say someone else other than you yourself. You know, win, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, as long as, it's, as long as it's more than the other guy, it doesn't That's matter. That's it. A win is a win is a win. <laughs> um, I don't know. All day. I think thumps, I think he does still have the talent. He's got Michael Thomas coming back this week, hopefully. I know he was limited today, but... Uh, I mean, you get Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley, and Allen Robinson. I mean, that's that's a scary-ass receiver trio. And then if he gets Nick Chubb back to go with Aaron Jones, I think Thompson can still make a run into the playoffs. I do like Tyler's team as well. Um, I I honestly think Astro is the odd man out, even if, he, even if he gets CMC back. You know, yeah, I definitely think that Astro is the odd man out. Um, because even with CMC, I don't think that they're going – they don't have – they don't have. I think they have the realization they're not going to go. They're not going to go for a Super Bowl push. Why are they going to put the guy out there that is their number one playmaker and get him hurt when Mike Davis is doing all right? I definitely don't think it'll be like a hundred percent fifty-fifty split, but I definitely can see the argument of like it being a 70-30, 60-40, depending on the game script, and CMC kind of taking a back seat just to well, relax and go on for the next year. And their coach came out and said he could be back in week seven. He could be back in week eight. He could be back in week nine. He could be back in week 10. Like that's as vague as they come. So I read somewhere he's probably not going to be back to week 10, but we'll see. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, I definitely think that Tyler and thumbs are the two most upcoming Tyler's team. Um, if things come together, I think he he's going to have competition to it. Um, I, I, Eckler, he did get pushed a little bit more, so it kind of made me feel better about my trade. And uh, he looks like he's going to be back in six weeks, supposedly. But overall, uh, Watson's balling now with gone, and he has some deadly wide receivers. And Kelsey, he just he puts up numbers every freaking week. Anytime you've got Devonte Adams and Travis Kelsey and Deshaun Watson on your team, you can have those weeks where you just go hamburger on somebody. So you've got yeah. Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah. and he's got what I would consider probably one of the best defenses with, with Tampa. I mean, as a, as a guy that's had negative points in my fucking defense <laughs> every fucking week, I would like to have a good defense. So, I mean, look, they scored 24 last week. They're Even if they don't blow up like they did every week with 24 points, 
anything positive is, is, is a positive. Right. My only issue is when does Eckler come back? Because he's got David Johnson in there and he's so, you know, 13 for 68, maybe he scores. He's, David, what are you he's, saying, man? He's done. He's done. Is, is it David Johnson or Duke Johnson? I think it's Duke. I think he dropped yeah. Duke Johnson. Yeah, I think he dropped Duke Johnson, my man. Then he does have David Johnson. Yeah, I have David Johnson. David Johnson yeah, is. He does have Duke Johnson. I, oh, David, I thought that was David Johnson. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, he picked up Boston Scott, who was trash when he filled in for Miles Sanders week one, but he gets to play the Giants tomorrow. So, um, you know, we'll see. I'm not even going to watch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to, I want this to use this as a segue as going into uh, explaining my trade that you hate so much, Joe. Um, <laughs> I hated both of them, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. So, first off, <laughs> I, do, I, I was worried about the Lindsay coming back and then becoming a double head monster. That's why I was like, you know what? If I'm going to invest so much in Todd Gurley, I'm going to make sure I get the backup that I personally, you don't have to agree, but I personally agree, looks good on film. Second thing. Eckler is out many weeks. I already was like thinking yeah. four or five weeks. It looks like it's even going to be six. And this is a, a hamstring. We know that these linger all season long. I don't want to deal with that issue. Here's another statistic. If you look at the ranked players and you look at who owns the top 12 running backs versus who owns the top 12 wide receivers, running backs are that much more important that you can see that everyone that owns more of the top 12 running backs are actually in our league of the top five in the playoff seed willing to make it and, and going to make it. Now, if you look at the wide receivers, you have people that are number like Adam Thielen and whatnot, and they're towards the bottom of the pool. And Adam Thielen's like a number two quarter wide receiver right now. Running backs are a lot more valuable. And the more that you can get that are in the top 12 area, you're going to be better. And Todd Gurley, this is his worst game that he's had so far. And yeah, he is touchdown dependent. But number one thing that Atlanta's always had a problem with is when they get to the in the red zone, they can't they don't they can't get the ball in there. But Todd Gurley's been able to do it, and I think he is a goal line specialist. So in the long term of my trying to make sure I stay in the playoff hunt and get as many wins as I can right now to get a better seed, I definitely agree that in a dynasty turn. Yeah, it's not good, but Eckler was also a gimmick player who didn't have that many rushing yards with a passing back. I didn't feel comfortable with that. His youth is great. I think he's a great player, but overall, for right now, I think Todd Gurley was the best thing for my team to continue to win week in and week out. And if we were in a redraft league, I wouldn't have said anything, but I guess because it is a dynasty league and I always do keep one eye on the future, that's why I had a problem with it. Personally, obviously, it's your team. You do it. I'm never going to veto a trade. So I didn't say no. I'm never going to veto a trade unless I absolutely think it's straight collusion. Like, if you would have given him Eckler for fucking Duke Johnson and, like, $5 fab, I would have been like, fuck that. But, um, yeah. I mean, in the Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay trade, I, you know, I was kind of scratching my head at that one, too. But, again, at the end of the day, I get that running backs are more valuable. So I don't know why you were trading them. But because that was your biggest depth, we've said at the beginning of the year, I think me and Thumbs both agreed on that, that, that your running backs were, um, you know, your, your biggest strength. And you may have not had a quote unquote elite one, but there's strength in numbers there. Um, that's the only reason I was kind of scratching my head um, at, at it, because, I mean, I, I think you personally kind of probably could have gotten more value. Hell, I offered you Chris Godwin like uh, the week yeah, prior. But I was also yeah. in an injury rut of wide receivers in that trade with, for Brian Hill and Mike Williams, Keenan Allen is having that back thing again that he likes to do every year. And I just like, 
I'm but like, he was back you know at practice today. Yeah, he was back at practice. But we do know that he's an older quarterback. Mike Williams is going to be the future. And, I mean, I got some trade wealth. And it looks like A.J. Brown yeah, but, Julio Jones uh, are back. And I got my wide receiver settling. But, but we also, you, want to talk, you want to talk about injury prone. There's Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude can't stay on the field. I mean, even the fantasy footballers talk about how he – he doesn't know how to land properly. Like he goes, <laughs> he goes up for the balls and he just fall. I mean, I picked him up in a redraft league. I ended up dropping him because someone else dropped DJ Chark and he's getting like 27 fucking targets a game. So it's got to hit eventually. So, um, but I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it's your team. I just like to give you shit. I thought you personally thought you could have gotten more value, but you know, yeah, I definitely think so too. But my main thing is like the wide receiver depth. I feel like I combined Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon into Daryl Henderson, who's appearing to be the number one, which was an early year projection. You can say it's lucky, whatever, but I did say that I think he was going to emerge as the number one. Well, you I also told me you thought team. Malcolm Brown was going to be the number one. That, no, that's, he, what, that's what I think about the Rams, the Rams backfield though. Like if, if Daryl Henderson, for whatever reason, falls off, I think McVay has no problem switching to Cam Akers. Or Malcolm Brown. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm more afraid of Cam Akers than I am of Malcolm Brown. Malcolm oh, yeah, because he was like trash. Well, yeah, because Akers is their shiny toy. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you, is there anything else we want to point out? Any kind of trades that's been going on or anything else that we want to give our little two cents about that people can bitch about later? I mean, do you obviously better offering shit? <laughs> no, Brock. any significant ones this week. Rob is the new uh, like spam email. He just loves spamming <laughs> he trades at you. Just spam, 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 spam. And I definitely think he should start investing into a, like some kind of like just trade program algorithm that just just whatever goes out just every day just sends out five to every single one of us because that's what it seems like. Whenever you start talking about a deal with him, he's just like, "What about this? This is this?" And it's like ninety percent of them are crap. Well, I think <laughs> I think in what five weeks we should definitely do a trade deadline podcast. I mean, just. Yeah. To, yeah, sure. just to see who, who we think should sell who we think should buy mm-hmm. and uh and whatnot um well, that we also are going to be doing our mid-season podcast next week yep. so we're going to work out the details what does that what does that mean and everything like that um let's start going into the weekly previews uh Wait, we're not going to do the sledgehammer or the oh yeah sledgehammer mm. sorry rusty coming back to the podcast who's you guys mm. at sledgehammers go ahead thumbs I would have to give it to the king, King Henry. He uh, just went ape shit on the fucking Texans. Like, oh my god, that one run, that ninety-four yarder. Somebody that big shouldn't be that fast. It should be illegal. New. That's just retarded. He's pulling away from cornerbacks that were twenty yards down the field. Like, what? Just stupid. I think that was like as soon as I went to overtime, it was like, yeah, it's game. I think that was like his third ninety-yard touchdown in his career. Like, I remember the ninety-nine-yard one like a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's but, done it a couple times where it's yeah. just he just goes full Bo Jackson on him, like, yeah, to the house. Sorry, fellas. Can't yeah, tackle I, me. I saw something the Titans were the first team in the NFL history to have a 200-yard rusher and a quarterback throw for 350 in the same game. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Tannehill's that guy that just yep. <laughs> got blow in your fucking mind. Like, what? Yeah, I, I always tell really entertaining game, actually. I was I kept having time. to come back to it. I was like, fuck, this is a good game. Yeah, it was. And uh, you see that whole Mike Rabel thing? how he uh, purposely did the 12 men on the field with about four minutes left. So the clock would stop and they saved themselves about 40 seconds and then came back to tie the game and send it to overtime. That's, that's pure Belichick. Right. Right there. That's just <laughs> right? <evil> genius. 
Fuck, that's so smart. I want to coach like that. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Take the five yards, save the 40 seconds. Yeah, run that all day. Do you yeah, think this right. uh, Titans team is uh, Super Bowl contenders? I'm I'm having a hard time figuring them out, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, me too. You watch them one week and they look like they look amazing. And then you watch them another week and you're like, how are they winning? Like, they, they don't impress me, but they just seem to keep getting it done. It's kind of like they're, they're sort of a better version of Chicago. They keep winning, but you're not quite sure how. I mean, obviously, in a game like this, it's clearly Henry and, uh, you know, Johnny Smith and guys like that, A.J. Brown. But there's times when you're just like, can they – when they get to the playoffs, are they going to be able to, to beat anybody? I, I don't know. I can't really figure – I can't really call it yet. But they're undefeated, so. Yeah, I think out, I think outside the Chiefs and maybe the Steelers and the AFC, because I do think the Ravens are kind of vulnerable. I mean, we've talked about – Lamar Jackson, not, although he did have that nice run this past week. Um, I don't think the Ravens are as dominant as they were last year. I think their defense is better, but um, in terms of offensively, um, I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs are still obviously still the team to beat in the AFC, but yeah. The Raiders they, can beat them. You mean like the Raiders beat them? Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> the, Raiders, the Raiders did beat them. And I freaking love that. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the AFC is still the weaker conference. Um, I think the NFC is a lot deeper. Um, but yeah, Derrick Henry was a great, great sledgehammer pick. I almost picked, I almost went with him, but I didn't want it to be a clean sweep. So I went with the rookie Justin Jefferson for the Vikings, Dude, who is looking so good. Best currently fourth in the league in receiving yards. Yeah. I mean, I should have drafted that guy. Gosh. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, and just the game script for because the Vikings are always in shootouts, so they're always down. So he always had positive game scripts. Um, so they're always having to air it out. I mean, and Astro finally started him, but um, yeah, I think Justin Jefferson's the real deal, and you know he may be the early favorite for offensive rookie of the year right now. Yeah, I definitely think he is. I, I, he is impressive, and I, and I, I don't know. I don't know, like if the digs and trade thing was going to work out, but it definitely looks like it's going to work out long term for both parties, and that's very rare to see. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, are we now ready for previews? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think we already did our kick in the ball, so yeah, we're good. All right. So let's go into previews. Uh, Joe, why don't you do um, my matchup against Wooten Tarnation? Wooten Tarnation and the average white cocks, huh? Oh, damn. Um, yeah, Chris, I, th- I mean, projections have you to win it. Um, I don't, I just don't trust what Tarnation's team. They're so up and down. Um, they've been a lot more down than up. Um, I think your team's just deeper and you got somewhat better matchups, although that, that uh, Falcons Lions game could be a shootout. So, and you guys have both the quarterbacks. Um, and I like, I like Todd Gurley against the Lions uh drake uh i mean seattle gives up a shit ton of passing yards but they're pretty good against the run um and then that cardinals defense is sneaky good but then again you see the offenses they've played and you kind of get some context um so in terms of chris carson uh aj brown might i think he's probably gonna get shadowed by um joe hayden and uh i think julio could have a big game against the lions um yeah, I don't know. I like your team better, Chris. Uh, I think George Kittle might have tough time against the Patriots just because we know what Belichick likes to do. He likes to take away team's best offensive option. Um, but overall, I think you just have better players and a better team. So um, I could see you winning. Um, although 
a Steeler defense, like like we just talked about Tennessee, but I don't really trust it. I like the Steelers defense better than Tennessee, um, Tennessee's defense, but I could still see that game being a sneaky shootout. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I think, Chris. I think you'll go to five and two. Awesome. Yeah, and here's the hot take. Not often I, too, am worried about Bill Belichick, and I may <laughs> drop – I may not drop Kittle. I may put Kittle on the bench and put in my man, TJ Hawkinson. I haven't made my mind up yet about it, but I am debating about doing it. I mean, you don't trust your Falcons, do you? Shut them down? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all. Someone's got to catch up the balls because there's we got no one out there. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not often you hear Chris described as deeper. That's, uh, That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, you can go deeper if you're average, right? Right. <laughs> average, <Exactly. laughs> average depth. I think you're catching them without uh, the Ravens defense and uh, Mark Andrews. That's a good thing for you. Yes. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, you should, you should win. Thumbs, do uh, Zach's against Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe, I don't know, bro. You only have 90% on the predictions. <laughs> I don't know how you, how you pull this one off. I just don't. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray, terrible. Zeke Elliott, trash. My Cooper, awful. Godwin, waste of time. Johnny Smith, he sucked. I mean, fuck, dude, you're, you're in first place. I don't, I don't see. First place against the last place guy. I'm saying, and I mean, Zach seems like a really solid dude, um, but he quit. Like it's clear. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, if he's gonna own it, own it. Like I quit for fucking 17 minutes. I, I couldn't do it. But if he's got more resolve than I do, then fucking good for him. I hope he drafts a stud and we get a we get a, 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 a like a like a Brad type of turnaround where you go from bottom of the league to the top. I mean, that's what we're looking for. That's the whole point of this is to kind of assess your team and say, well, it's just not going to happen. Fuck it. Start making some trades, plan for the future. And I think he's doing that well. As for this game, Joe is going to stomp a mud hole in his ass. Yeah, but Sorry, Zach. Zach does have my uh, – I think it's gonna. he's going to have a big game this week, and that's going to be Philip Lindsay. I definitely think that uh, – he, that Kansas City game is going to be a lot of uh, dumping off to the running back and a healthy, no like no damage this season so far. Lindsey, that's elusive. I really think that uh, he's actually going to be 100% and kill, just, just put up lots of numbers, even in garbage time points or something like that. I could see You know, him. Gordon's supposed to be back, right? Yeah, but I definitely think his touches are going to be limited. I don't know. I I I I definitely think that this game's going to get away from them, and Gordon's going to be the time-consuming bag while this Phil Lindsay's the, uh, the back catching. So yeah, I think Phil Lindsay is. I didn't want to choose a player that was the big cock of the week. I didn't want to choose a player that was like obvious. So I was just trying to find someone that be a surprisingly stat. And I definitely I want to put the number over around. Over 18 points, probably 20, 20 around there. I think that he'll, Phil Lindsay will have that amount of points. Fuck. It just kind of occurred to me, do, am I in the game of the week again? Oh. Uh, fuck. Either that <laughs> or uh, Tyler and, and Rodney. Yeah. yeah let's, uh, let's, go, let's go for that one because historically the game of the week has <laughs> fucked me good. <laughs> Yeah, our matchup sucks. Rats yeah, our matchup me. sucks. Let's Actually, I, if anything, I think Let's the game down. of the week is going to be Astro and Rob, which is the next one, and I'll take that one into uh, consideration. Um, the reason why I think this game is going to be game of the week is because they're both three and three. Um, 
I, I know the projections are definitely in Rob's favor right now and everything like that. That's just because <laughs> I don't, is Astro messing with us starting Latavius Murray or does he not have anyone? He, he doesn't have anyone. Every week. Yep. Shit every fucking week where he does this until, until the, the, he also the, doesn't have a kicker. Yeah. He doesn't have a kicker. He doesn't have it. Um, well, I only say I only say that this is the game of the week because of what's on the line, but I will have to tip my hand to Rob. He's good. He's going to keep climbing. He's going to continue to climb without Dak. And Ryan Tannehill is proving that uh, he's solid. How do you feel about that, Thumps? Ryan Tannehill is a solid quarterback. When you've I had him on your team. to say those words. <laughs> no, he, uh, he completely just made me eat, eat crow because I have been talking shit about him for years. Um, I guess it was Adam Gase. Let's say fuck Adam Gase instead of fuck Ryan Tannehill. Let's say fuck Adam Gase because – he looks like a legit number one quarterback. Like you see him and he looks comfortable in the system. We talked about this before. I think even last week, he just looks like a completely different person. Like, honestly, if there wasn't Tannehill in the back of the Jersey, you wouldn't even think it was the same guy. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. look anything like he did in Miami. He looks nope. in command. He's making the right throws, the right reads. Uh, he's, he did that quick snap to uh, like, he was going to spike it and threw the AJ Brown for the, for the game time touchdown. I mean, that's savvy veteran shit right there. He's, I guess during the corner and uh, I can no longer talk shit about him because he keeps proving me wrong and making me look like a dick. So, yeah. And I think it's the number one reason that Rob can come back into this because of that trade that he got with Ryan Tannehill. This team is, his team is still good. And then everything I traded for him, he's a, he's set up for the future too. I think he's, he's a fucking used car salesman is what he is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's uh, Joe, how about your man, Tyler and your uh, counterpart, the other Joe? Uh, I think this is going to be a good matchup. Uh, I know Tyler's actually going to get to see his players, Watson and Adams, play live because he'll be in Houston this weekend seeing the Packers and Texans play. Uh, Yeah, Uh, but actually Joe's got my big cock of the week. I think it's going to be Tyreek Hill. Um, A.J. Boye is supposed to be back for the Broncos, but we our strength on our defense is against the run, not the pass, and we know Mahomes and the Chiefs have the best passing attack in the league. So I just think and just years of PTSD of Tyreek Hill just scorching us and running down the field and end of rounds or whatever. I mean, Sweet. I'm sure it will be Henry Ruggs. Yeah. So I just, uh, but in this matchup, I think it's going to be very close. I know the projections only have him three points away, but you know, fuck projections. And Mahomes finally is not playing on on a Monday night. So, um, but I think I get Henry, confused. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think Henry against the Steelers. Uh, that's a great. That's probably. You know, and that's an elite defense. Uh, I know I talked about them in, in your matchup, Chris, but I think that's going to be obviously their focal point is stopping start, stopping Derrick Henry. Probably they'll probably try to force Tannehill to beat them, um, but it's kind of a pick your poison right now with the Titans. Um, uh, I think Jacob's going to have a tough go with, with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I already sucked Tyree Kill's dick, um, and then. Metcalf against the Cardinals. We'll see. This probably arguably the best uh, receiver in the Cardinals have faced so far this year. Um, Joe still struggles at the tight end position, uh, but McLaurin can feast against the Dallas defense. But then again, Kyle Allen's throwing him the ball. So I don't know. Uh, And in terms of Tyler's team, his matchups are just so much better. Just every player. I mean, other than James Conner, I think. I mean, Watson, if that gets into a shootout, I like Watson but that green Bay defense is kind of underrated. Um, 
Boston Scott's a huge question mark to me just because of what he did with the opportunity earlier this year. I do like Devontae Adams against that horrid Texans defense. Um, and yeah, Kelsey's screwed us in the asshole before in the past. So I could see that having a big game. So, and the Bucks defense, um, uh, you know, I've played against seeing Derek Carr many times. He's usually pretty careful with the ball, but I know, aren't you guys, as long, is, don't you guys have like five guys on the COVID list right now? Thumps the Raiders. Yeah. I saw something about that. I was a busy day at work, but I did see some kind of bullshit about that. I didn't see who it was though. Yeah. I know Trent Brown and then Trent I Brown's the out. I for sure saw, but he was out anyway. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's played one game all year, so it's like, well, big loss. Yeah, I know Gruden said like three or four other linemen are out right now because of COVID. So I don't know if it's just a precaution. But, um, yeah, but I'm actually going to go on a limb and say Tyler with the upset. Yeah, I, I like definitely it. agree with that. that. Tyler, oh, the upset the, just we're because... calling for the upset three in a row. Sorry, Rodney, you <laughs> suck again. And if we are wrong, Rodney's going to make us regret God it. It's going to feel yeah, I know it's fucking cell phone number. So speaking of another upset, let's go into the last matchup. That's your matchup, Thumps, against Captain Bradford. Right now, for the theme of Halloween, I feel like your team is like a zombie corpse right now, and uh, <laughs> Captain Bradford's team that was once in the heavens is kind of coming back down to earth. And just at the time when you're rising, you're going to pull him back down in the grave, right? That's what's he gonna happen. Is the pretty high school cheerleader that wandered into the haunted house, <laughs> and I'm the guy with the chainsaw, and I'm fitting to cut him up. Yeah. I, I definitely think that this is going to be a tough one. I think your quarterbacks, it could be interchangeable who you're going to start, but your your wide receivers, Aaron Jones. I I don't know, man. I hope Michael. I mean. I don't like the Saints, but I hope that we can actually see some good talent on the field. I can respect the talent of Michael Thomas, and hopefully he gets past all this drama. Um, Brad, I, I'm Josh Allen. I would be concerned about him that most of his points are from rushing TDs, not really passing TDs. And the fact that I have a theory, another conspiracy theory, that Josh Allen is going to get worser the colder it gets as the weather gets harder up there in Buffalo for his home games. And um, I think he's actually becoming an injury risk up there as he's trying to run around and single Terry all well, back miles are doing stuff. I was just going to ask a question because we've seen Josh Allen's those last two games. They've been in prime time. Is he the new like Kirk Cousins or Andy Dalton? Uh, you, very you plausible. He can't. Yeah, he can't do it in prime time. I mean, because prior to that, people, you know, put him in the MVP conversation because he was balling out. His accuracy has improved. Um, but he, is, he does get the Jets this week. So yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. And that that might just be another situation where he just scores enough. Jets can't do anything. He doesn't have to score that much either. We've seen that happen with Lamar Jackson earlier this year too. You know, yeah. Patrick Mahomes had that they situation. They get the lead and just say, you know what, let's just run, get out of here, get the win. Well, maybe that Bill's defense can finally do something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, have to, I have to play them. I have to play them. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think Brad. Anybody best. against the Jets on us defense, you have to play. Yep. It's always the start of the week. Whoever the Jets exactly. are playing. That's my big cock of the week is all 11 guys on defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i can i can see waller having a big game though yes i think Tampa. that's his biggest point right that, now. uh that, that that concerns me um and hopkins is hopkins uh, against that seattle secondary yeah, yeah and then he's got awesome. cream hunt going against fucking cincinnati Ugh. here here's the here's the thing where we're talking about uh where in the beginning where we ranked him number 10 his team's a mystery you know he has uh swift in there that's a mystery. Was that a flash pan? He still shared the same amount of reps as Adrian Peterson. And then you also have Juju. We don't know where he is. He's like oh, disappeared Juju. off this planet. Juju's and then done. Hawkins, is he hurt? <laughs> if I was if I was Brad, I would have shipped off Juju weeks ago when his name still had some value because 
all I'm hearing is the Steelers are moving on. They like Claypool. They like James Washington. They want to move on from Juju. So that's all. I mean, obviously, Brad, I'm not going to tell you. you. You know what, Brad? Just keep running Juju out there. I don't care. Do them and OBJ, Bench Hopkins, and you got it. Yeah, this. I like it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Don't fall I, for it, Brad. Don't fall for it. I definitely think this is going to be a, another week where we're going to start seeing things go into a separation a little bit more. Um, and I, or maybe, I, I, yeah, I definitely think that there's going to be a little bit more separation. It feels like most of the matchups are against the higher tier versus the lower tiers, but there are some important ones that will mm. have some attention and some value. Do you guys have anything last thing before we go? Uh, no, just looking forward to our mid season show next week. And, you know, so, yeah. And it's almost like we don't get a football game two Thursdays in a row because tomorrow's goodness. Right. So, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. All right. With that being said, guys, you watch, uh, I'm going to be baseball working. Instead. <laughs> you watch baseball instead. Ew. No. Honestly, so, it's going to be more competitive. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right. That being said, guys, I just want to say I do. I'm going to be doing some more work. I'm making this podcast have a little bit more substance. And next week's episode, it's going to be a little bit different. So don't expect the same thing that we've been doing week in and week out because it's going to be your mid-season. Uh, mid-season. Gay butt sex. Gay butt sex. All right. So let's call it out. Stuff. This is your commissioner logging off. You guys, everyone just take care and make sure everything is healthy. (laughs) 